What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. So what's up, Manny Mo? Yo, I'm going to get right into it. We were just talking about it uh, off air, but yep. like it's something to bring the people into. Um, so my son yesterday goes to school normal. Him and my daughter take the bus together, my my little one. He got to school. Everything was cool. And then, like, I don't know, with about an hour or so left in the day, uh, the nurse calls us. And she's like, your son has a low-grade fever, uh, and he's got a headache. So can you come get him? And, you know, everything is wild now. Like, people, you know, over overly cautious at schools with COVID and everything. So... He had a couple symptoms. We we're like, cool, we'll go get him. My son suffers from migraines, though. Like chronically, he has that. So it's something that we submitted, you know, doctors note and all that shit to to the school ahead of time because mm-hmm. yeah. this is something to expect. Normally, it's like, here's some Tylenol, chill for about a half hour, and then he's usually good to go. They they know this, but they lost the paperwork. Apparently, is what we found out today. But in any uh-huh. case, COVID protocol. This is what it is. They said, go, go get him a, a test. And they gave us like a list of places that they accept it from because it's, yeah. like, it's very like specific. And we took the test yesterday. It was a 12-hour test. Got the results today. So obviously, he's home until we clear him. And all's good. Negative COVID test. He feels fine. No symptoms currently. And so now he's ready to go back to school. So that's effectively one day of school that he missed, right? To contrast that, my neighbor, his one of his kids was in a so they have like pods of kids in the school. That's how they set them up. And mm-hmm. one of the, I guess a couple of those kids tested positive for COVID. Now, my kid and his, my neighbors, they go on the same bus. They not in the same grade, but you know, they see each other enough. They they share enough things. They all all they all are also masked, right? So all the kids and the school are masked on the bus and, and in school as well. Uh, yeah. So my neighbor and my kids, they're always basically together as far as like go, taking the bus, being in school for the most part. And so the, because of the fact that his son was among a couple of kids that tested positive, the 10 days off rip of quarantine, my son, because it wasn't anything around him that was considered positive, nor was he flagged as positive one day so it's 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 nuts bro like i mean if i'm being honest it makes sense but when you're in it like i feel for my for my neighbor because like now that rocks their entire world right i mean it's whatever it's parenting right at the end of the day but it's such a because of the times we're in it's it's such a disparity did do you know if um so how old how old were these kids uh uh kindergarten roughly Oh, kindergarten. Okay. Five five years old. 
I'm curious, did, do you know if the kids that tested positive, if they had any symptoms or, at all? I, I, so I think what happened was someone witnessed symptoms uh-huh. of them in school, sent oh, them okay. home, okay. and then they were, they came back as positive, but because he was exposed to them prior. Yeah. That's, that's why it is what it is. I wonder how severe or light those symptoms were. Yeah. That's a good question. I, my, my guess is it wasn't anything crazy because I I think this, the kid would have noticed and probably would have said something to his parents. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty strict out here with, um, you know, LA area with, I know my son has had some friends where they go to the nurse cause they've had a headache or something and, and they get sent home and then it was like a mandatory 10 day quarantine still had to get the PCR test. And even though it comes back negative, et cetera, I think they still just man, I think, I think it's changing a little bit. They may have reduced the number of days a bit. Um, but yeah, they're pretty, pretty strict. And I know it's, that's a scary thing for parents because especially if you're working, et cetera, et cetera, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. if your kid is home and they're not sick, the fa- <laughs> it's, that's a tough one to yeah, juggle, man. It, but I mean, on the one hand, <clears throat> it's, it, it's the reality of the situation mm-hmm. for everybody yeah. now. Right. So yeah. what that does is it creates a lot more empathy from employers. Well, it should, I, I don't, I don't foresee that being, I feel like that's the more now the what what is the the phrase the rule versus the exception yeah. as, as it was before. So it's cool, man. It's cool. Did you, did you see the uh, the FDA panel yesterday? No, tell me more. So yeah, they. I guess um, I don't know exactly how they do it, but they had like the FDA panel go through the whole. I guess there's a handful of doctors that are on the panel that they kind of, they vote and discuss the pros and cons of for, well, in this instance, the, uh, the five to 11 year old vaccine to green like that. Yeah. So and they, I guess, they aired it like that was something people could watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my wife, my wife got a link to it and watched it and so they talk, you know, everyone chimes in on their thoughts. And then at the end, they, they, it's almost, it almost looks like a, I don't know if you ever watched any of like your school board meetings or any of that kind of oh. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty similar. Um, and I guess depending on the outcome of those votes, then I guess it has to go through another process to kind of officially get it done. But a lot of times based on what this like FDA panel vote is, it ends up kind of leading the direction for whether these things get passed or not, not a hundred percent on it, but yeah, it was odd. I mean, it was, I was hearing kind of walking around and I could hear, I'd stop and listen. And you'd have, you had a lot of doctors saying that, that they want, they would want it available, but it's also parents should be parents choice, especially if there's like high risk kids that, could benefit from it as opposed to, uh, you know, getting COVID if they're at high risk, you know? So, so it felt like it was going more in the direction of make it available, but don't, 
but still make it a choice for for parents you know based on mandates and things yeah and then when it came down to the vote <laughs> everyone voted to yes because i guess if you had voted no um you they'd have to go back and then figure out the caveats on like okay we need to put some let's let's change the whatever the vote is going to be and make it like it's you know it's available for x you know but everyone went with a yes and it was crazy man so what's your uh feeling for your son are you guys jumping on the vaccine right away not interested what, what's your take no not at this point in time definitely not jumping in right away yeah why, why is that i'm curious because I, I feel the same way and when I, I hear I, myself say the rationale i don't know if i believe me for me it's more some of it's data driven it's just there's not enough time i mean everyone makes the comparisons of like, well, we have all these other vaccine mandates for kids to go to school, but those vaccine mandates have been around, you know, those vaccines have been around for a long time and there's a lot of data collected and in examples. And then I guess if you even look back, like some, like even when some of these other vaccines that are required to go to school, even though they were available for people like there was several years before some of them got mandated for school entrance. So you still had, you know, all these times. And then my wife pointed something out that was interesting when she was, was listening in and reading, cause you could listen in and read along oh, with, cause, cause yeah, yeah. Cause they're putting it up there. So when they started reading out about like the, uh, like heart conditions and if they found any, any, any of negative side effects, when they're reading it, you know, they'll say no for this or no for that. But then when you read it, when you see the the data and the transcript version of it, it's, it says like, no, up to the, um, I forget what it is, but up to the, what's the word, uh, up to the review point. So if they're, if they're only kind of maintaining from like for six months, for example, so they're they're reviewing and 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 looking for side effects for six months. So that's like the process to collect the data. Okay. But that doesn't. But that's not showing you anything after the six months. Right. Yeah, it's a very finite window. So who knows? You know what happens after? <laughs> afterwards, it's, it's, it's just important. you know it's just it's just it's it's like level of caution. Again, I guess it's just the you know parental level of caution at least from our standpoint of feeling like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. And, and science will say, and the medical community say, well, there's a low percentage cause it's only, you know, 250 out of a thousand that, you know, had oh. these side effects or whatever. And then, then, then you say to yourself, all right, well, what if I I'm do this in, in that part of that 250, we, we caused this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's tough, yeah, man. It's, it's not like you're talking about like, I don't know, like lab rats, right? Yeah. Like Ten of them died out of a hundred thousand, and to a human being, that's like whatever. <laughs> to that yeah. rat's mom's, it's like, yo, that's my baby, but let me go pound out four hundred more. <laughs> right. For us, it's like that that one percent, that casualty, assuming that it's a casualty, is significant to that family, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it is. 
something I think about a lot. Um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of people who are like, think like me. And then I know a lot of people who are, I consider great people, generally speaking. So like, it's not like a conflict in like ideology, generally speaking. It's more just like, they're, they really believe the science and uh-huh. everything that they're hearing. And it's, yeah. it makes logic. It's logical. Um, I just hesitate because a, I, it's not like I've been following vaccines or medicine really that closely for a long extended period of time. Right. Like I know what I know based on the things I've experienced, but tri- how trials work and what, what the rate of, uh, failure is in, in you know different areas of men like I don't know like so given how fast everything has taken place like is six months enough data for you to like make a, a rational decision for me personally and I think you you share the sentiment at the moment when we decided to get the vaccine like we felt that rolling the dice wasn't that big of a deal or if it was we could probably deal with it right and we were we were all coming off we were st- we were all coming originally from like, eh, I'm going to wait for a while. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so like part of me is like, man, we should just jump in when, when it's available, how bad could it be? But then it's like, it's my kids. Uh-huh. Like what's the, what's the alternative? Okay. They catch COVID and that could be terrible for them as well. Like I'm, I'm cognizant of that too, but you know how it is. You feel like you're invincible until you're not right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough call, man. I don't know. Bro. It's a tough call. Then not, then don't, you know, and then not to mention all the, the other stuff that's floating around out there of, you know, just what's in the vaccine. There's ulterior motives, you know, all this other stuff, and we won't go there because we'll probably get censored. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, it's also largely unfounded too. So like, it's like, I don't know. Like it's, it's a lot of chatter. I, and I call me naive, call me stupid. I still believe there's a lot of good people really trying to help other people. Are there devils out there? Oh yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the good is way more represented than the, you know, the, the ones trying to cause people harm. So I'm, I'm a ride with that until it fails me. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good way to look at it. Yeah, but then, but then I wonder, like, I don't know. I just, I, I wonder, like, for those that feel differently or feel that there's, you know, bigger ulterior motives, or that there's, uh, you know, let's say that there's, that it's not for the good of the people. And I'm not, I, I'm not making a judgment either, or because I think there's nuggets of truth and all you know and all of these little things that whether good or bad but then i i I just gotta wonder sometimes like all right what is what's in it for some people who believe one way and some people who believe another like i mean there's got to be there's got to be pros for people on both sides of the equation yeah way above my pay grade to understand but i have to imagine money's involved Probably. Speaking of money, why don't we switch topics for a second? Have you dabbled in any of the cryptocurrencies as of it, as of yet? Have not. Uh, I've got a, I've got a rack of records, a bunch of uh, vinyl that was gifted to us. 
and and kind of went through it and you know kept some of the stuff that it seems like be cool to listen to and so i told my son that all right we're going to go to the record store at some point uh we'll find some time and take these records see what we can get for them and then i'll buy them some crypto <laughs> with oh, whatever we get yeah that's, that's they the start flipping the the vintage vinyl yeah that seems to be the plan I, I like just, that. If I could just ever get my ass over to the to the record store. So wait, the record store acts almost like a pawn shop. Yeah, they buy, buy and sell. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. You know, there might be some. I think there's a couple of gems in there. Might be I'm, some. I'm sure. No, I mean, knowing you, I'm sure there are. Well, it's not really. It didn't necessarily come from like these were. This was like a big collection that was gifted over by some. Uh, some of his buddies okay parents that were moving um and so that you know that was cool of them to do that um but it's like all right gotta we got limited space and uh <laughs> and so i said you know we went through and found the stuff that we'd probably want to listen to and then the rest we'll see if we can flip it over at the record store and and then invest with it even if it's not a lot but just still you know just to get it going that's pretty dope i uh i started my coinbase adventure buying bitcoin two weeks ago oh really yeah so i'm just steady throwing x amount every week just so i could go you know ride just to get a little bit in yeah Yeah, and just I'm treating it kind of like my 401k plan, another one. So like, it's just like, I'm just setting it and forgetting it. Let the market kind of dictate and then to see where we end up in a few years. Are you doing it? Yeah. Are you doing anything? Are you doing Bitcoin, Ethereum, or are you doing other other cryptos? Straight up Bitcoin right now. That's the one I feel like I have a best handle on. Got it. Um, Ethereum, I'm starting to learn about. I mean, I know the fundamentals of it like it's the the foundation for nfts and you know just a bunch of stuff but i read this book called the bitcoin standard highly recommended okay and i expected it to be kind of a, a a nerd out bitcoin crypto kind of book yeah it was really fundamental in the way its approach was simply because it focused on like the history of fi- money in the financial systems and it talked about like bartering as like one of the first ways people you know traded right and then how fiat currencies came into into being and just like a lot of the historical context behind how the money we know today has evolved and how it's how value is derived from it and so that shit and it it was leading up to bitcoin and its relevance and comparatively speaking how in this book, how Bitcoin is a more uh, beneficial type of currency, more so than we've ever seen in history because of its security and basically non-reliance of any governmental agency or huh. anyone in particular. Like the checks and balances established in the technology make the incentives align with demand and supply. So it'll kind of figures itself out so long as people care to to own it so i'm i'm in love with the book like i'm probably going to read that book a few more times but 
it, it really helped me understand, like, rationalize why I should potentially do it. Got it. I have to read it. Yeah, it's good. Moody was pre- preaching that for a couple of years prior. Yeah, yeah I know he's got some. <laughs> he probably yeah. got a few actual coins already set up. I think, I think he may. Yeah. <laughs> he may. Shout out to Moody, the hustler. Black Seas. Black Seas. All right, man. So I guess this is kind of a short one. I mean, we are short-staffed again, but this time you're back in effect. EFN had to dip out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's that fatherhood, baby. It is, man. How are you finding juggling all this, the 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 gig and fly dads and everything and parenting at this point? It's not not terrible. Um, I'm I'm doing a lot of actual personal work to get better at prioritizing and focusing on the right things and just not lacking in the fatherhood area with my kids and and as a husband. So that that kind of centers me. If I can focus on that and do well there, everything else kind of just sorts itself out. So that's that's been what I've been seeing so far. <sighs> All right. Yeah, bro. Till next cool. week. Yep. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.